All right, welcome back to another episode of the Cody Tucker Show. I am Cody Tucker. As always, be sure to like and subscribe, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Uh, so to start things off, I want to give a little in memoriam to Miss Ann Hache, recently passed away. Um, I do owe a sincere gratitude to Ann Hache for uh, really helping me out during my kind of slightly prebubescent to say 11 to 13 years old age um this was a time where my internet connection was complete garbage like most people so porn was kind of out of the question like i wasn't about to wait fucking 30 minutes for a picture just to like goddamn like you can only edge for so long before you fucking you know have a goddamn aneurysm so uh so i used to do what you know, probably a lot of people did. And I would just go on like, like pull up like HBO or IFC or something and try to just find any movie that had, um, like in the rating rated R and had an N next to it, which obviously meant that there was going to be nudity somewhere in this movie. Um, so any movie I saw that was either PG 13 or rated R and had that in next to it, I'm like, all right, got to watch this one. Because, you know, old Cody needs to clear his head <laughs> um, of the stresses of being a fucking 12-year-old. So, one of those movies uh, was this movie called Six Days, Seven Nights. Here, let me take this down. Uh, Six Days, Seven Nights is a movie that stars Anne Heche and Harrison Ford. I'll be honest, I've seen it about 50 times. Um, still don't know what it's about. Because <laughs> the only reason I watch it is because... Anne Hache throughout the movie actually looks like this throughout the entire movie or is wearing a white shirt where you can clearly see her nipples through the, like the entire movie. So yeah, I mean, it worked pretty fucking well and kind of one of the bonuses of like, you know, twisting on your stinger to something like that compared to regular porn is that when you watch regular porn, you do run the risk of, you know, when you're about to reach the uh, male orgasm and then the camera will pan right to the guy's face. And if you fucking blast off while you're seeing a video of a guy going <laughs> like that, <laughs> I mean, it'll <laughs> it'll make you feel real low about yourself. So <laughs> you watch a movie like Six Days, Seven Nights, never have to worry about that. Because even if it does pan over to the guy, the guy is fucking Han Solo. So even if I did, you know, climax at that moment, I couldn't really feel too bad about myself. I mean, it's fucking Indiana Jones, for God's sakes. In my book, nothing gay about it. Uh, at least that's what I've been telling myself for the past, you know, 17 years. So, <laughs> um, Rest in peace, Anne Heche. You will be missed. Um yeah, she gave me, like, a weird complex as a kid. Because, like, she kind of looked like my kindergarten teacher who, you know, in kindergarten, I didn't think fucking anything of her. Like, But then I, as I got older, I'd, like, look back and be like, damn. Like, Miss Stevens was hot as shit. <laughs> and then I remember seeing Anne Hayes in this movie. He's like, damn, she kind of looks like her. And so that immediately, you know, wires got crossed and it was fucking go time. Um, but, yeah, I mean... So apparently, Anne Heche 
you know, which I talked about a little bit last week, like what happened with like the whole wreck and all that. So like, I won't go into that too much, but she, uh, the drug test did come back like from the blood test and she apparently had like a pretty large amount of cocaine in her system, <laughs> which, you know, doesn't seem like too much of a surprise to be honest. But it is kind of, it's actually no, it is kind of surprising because who the fuck in twenty twenty two is doing cocaine? Like, isn't all that shit laced with like fentanyl and shit? Like I it is mind boggling to me how anyone one, okay, it's actually it's mind boggling to me that anyone would even want to do cocaine, even if it was like in its most purest fucking form. Cause like there, I mean, there is nothing that I would want less than to be just amped up and like have my heart rate increase, start sweating. I mean, everything I've seen people who were like fucked off on Coke, like how they're acting. I'm like, I do not want to be like this. <laughs> like, like if I drink, like if I drink three sodas in a day, like I'm laying in my bed, having fucking heart palpitations. Like, Oh my God, this is the one. <laughs> like, there's no way I could, you know, toot up a line of blow. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I think, I mean, it sounds so fucking miserable. And, you know, I mean, like, what I want, like, in a drug is something to just knock my ass out. Like, I want something that shuts my brain off. Which is probably why I'm such a fucking alcoholic for, you know, a while. And... Which, you know, I quit drinking about three years ago, so I guess that's good. But, I mean, the reason that I was drinking so much is because, like, I don't know why, but, like, it for me, like, for my brain, it feels like, it almost feels like there's, like, ten different brains inside of my brain all talking to each other at the same time, and I can't figure out which one I want to listen to. Which, now that I'm saying that out loud, sounds a wee bit like schizophrenia. <laughs> Which, that's not good. Um, I don't think I have schizophrenia. Because I don't hear, like, voices and shit. It's just that, like, I just have way too many thoughts going on at the same time. And so, if I'm in any situation where there's, like, extra stimulus or stimuli, um, it fucks me up. So, like, if I go to a restaurant that's playing music too loud or has, like, too many TVs on, like, like a sports bar or, um, or like, when you go to restaurants that have, like, fucking Christmas lights and shit that are blinking. Um, I mean, Mexican restaurants. But, <laughs> like, if you go to any places like that, like, I'm, I'm, like, I can't fucking handle it. And then the people in the restaurant. So, like, I can't sit at a table in the restaurant. It has to be, like, in a booth because, like, at least in a booth I'm sort of shut off. I'm shut off three ways but then you know i just have that one exit route which is all right but if you're in a table i mean you're surrounded on 360 degrees which i mean i immediately go to like worst case scenario everything we're like what if somebody comes up behind me and just sticks me in the fucking neck with a fork <laughs> which you know i mean i've said shit that i probably deserve it so i wouldn't really be that surprised but like that's what i'm thinking the entire time is like who the fuck just walked in like, are they, are they, do they seem all right? <laughs> but if I'm in a booth, I can kind of drown out some of that shit. Um, which is really, like, why I just like being in my house. It's why I fucking hate driving. It's for the same reason. Like, 
I'm constantly looking at everybody that's driving and being like, hey, are you fucking doing what you're supposed to be doing? <laughs> like, are you nodding off? Or, like, do you see that there's a red light? Like, that's what I'm looking at every fucking person driving in that same way. And so I'm sitting there, like, shaking behind the wheel. <laughs> like, I, I can't handle it. So drinking for me was, I mean, it erased all of that. Like, it made me feel like, oh, I don't have any anxieties about shit anymore. Like, I mean, I'll go drive. <laughs> I'll drive across the fucking country if I have enough goddamn, you know, natural lights. Um, Like, it just, yeah, erases all that shit. And that's the kind of shit that I like. I mean, I've never really done, like, hard drugs. Um, Yeah, I've never done hard drugs. Like, I've, I've taken Xanax a couple times uh, recreationally. <laughs> And it didn't really do shit for me. It made me feel like I was going to fall asleep. So, I mean, it is not something I would like to get into. Um, alcohol is the one. That's the one where it's like, fuck, this is like made for me. Because <laughs> I'm not one of the people that gets loud and obnoxious. I don't want to f- start a fight with somebody. I don't even want to see a fight or see people being loud and obnoxious. I want to just like relax, talk like with friends, listen to music joke around like that kind of shit I actually I like doing drunk the same exact things I like doing sober which is probably why the transition hasn't been that difficult because like I can still do the exact same shit sober that I was doing drunk like it doesn't make things like necessarily more or less fun or it doesn't make it easier like if I'm sitting around with like friends like real friends joking around I can do that sober or drunk and not be too like worried about shit being drunk just like got helped with like public anxieties and shit like that so but anyways um heroin (laughs) heroin is the drug that i would like i would love to try it i mean i never would because my personality is just so fucking addicting like when or addictive like when it comes to alcohol food you know cigarettes um i mean when i used when i used to drink coffee used to drink like two pots of coffee a day like i mean like I, which I mean, I guess probably not super dissimilar from fucking Coke, but, um, yeah, like I just, I know that if I did heroin, I'd be dead in a fucking month hands and a month is I'm giving myself a lot of leeway time there. <laughs> like, I mean, it just, from everything I've ever read about Coke, it sounds fucking incredible. Like, wait, not Coke, heroin. Like, everything that I've heard about heroin just sounds, I mean, it sounds like the perfect fucking drug. Like, and it has to be because you know that if you do heroin, like, it's a fucking death sentence. Like, I mean, how many people survive, like, a real heroin addiction? Like, not many. And, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be one of them. But, like... For it to be, like, kind of a known thing that you ain't coming out of this clean. And for you to still be like, yeah, I'll take the risk. It has to be a fucking incredible feeling. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely would. Like, I wish that there was a way where you could go to, like, a clinic. And for, you know, let's say 30 minutes, they put you in a room and administer the sensation of any drug that you want, like a drug of your choice. You can't get addicted. There's no like harmful side effects. There's no, um, 
you know, dependency that's going to build up. You just get to feel what it feels like for 30 minutes and then go home. That to me, like the first thing I'm doing is, is heroin. I'm going there. I'm like, give me some smack. <laughs> like I'm ready to fucking, you know, tie one up and push off. Like I, God damn, it sounds incredible. Like I basically am just a jazz musician that can't play the saxophone. <laughs> oh, well, maybe one day I didn't know if I do ever get like terminally ill, hundred percent becoming a heroin addict. Like, the second they tell me, uh, Mr. Tucker, you have pancreatic cancer, I'm like, uh, yeah, do you know a heroin dealer anywhere around? <laughs> like, where would one acquire some H? <laughs> black tar, preferably. Your finest ounce of black tar, please. <laughs> I'd share needles. I wouldn't give a shit. What, am I going to get HIV? Like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'll be dead before that really kicks in. I mean, you can live with HIV anyways. I mean, yeah, I'd be, I would do everything. I probably would do coke at that point. I'd be like, eh, fuck it. Oh, I'd start just doing speed balls like John Belushi. So, you know. I mean, if I'm going out, I might as well go out like, you know, fucking, what was his name, Bluto? And then what his name was in Animal House? Oh, well. But, yeah. So, that's that's my uh, make-a-wish. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of, so what's crazy is that, like, Anne Hayes, you know, is fucked off on coke. And gets in this wreck. They take her to the hospital. And she's completely brain dead. So they know that, like, I mean, she's not coming out. Like, they weren't even trying to really, like, revive her. I mean, I'm sure they did at the beginning. But, like, there's no reviving this shit. Her brain is, which, I mean, kind of already was. But, (laughs) I mean, it's, like, really shut off now. Like, um, but they still were, like, waiting because they were, like, oh, we're going to donate her organs so we're keeping on life support until we can get all that ready to like harvest her organs which does coke not go through like any organs like how the fuck does that work because like if you have coke in your bloodstream doesn't like all your blood go through your organs i'll be honest i don't know shit about human anatomy um i just as i talked about here i just found out a vagina has more than one hole in it like a month ago or maybe it was a little longer than that but still like until I was in my mid to late twenties, I only thought I thought that babies and piss came out of the same hole. So, <laughs> take what I'm saying with a massive grain of salt. But I assume coke, like if you go to the hospital fucked off on coke, they ain't harvesting your organs. They'd be like, ah, well, this one's a fucking this is spoiled. <laughs> like they would just you know roll anhaish into like a trash can and you know send her to Ellen DeGeneres' house. She can make a fucking throw rug out of her. <laughs> but, like, I I don't know. I guess I guess not. I guess they can, like, you know, rinse it out and shit and use it. Um, but that led me to a thought that I think is a fucking multi-million dollar idea, uh, which I will share with you. Um, it would be an amazing idea. So the way that how they, like, Gave Anne Heche's organs away. Like, how is that not a game show where you can win celebrity organs? <laughs> like, how do they not have like a little sick kid wheeled out in a wheelchair, play like a, you know, a game of skee ball or something? And if you win, you get, you know, 
like what who's your favorite celebrity timmy like if you win you get his his fucking liver if you lose you get goddamn nick nolte's liver like here like uh there you go you get his you get this liver if you lose you get you know fucking john cena's liver if you win (laughs) like that would be i mean i'm gonna be fucking rich now because of this idea so laugh at the idea all you want but when michael strahan comes on board to host this one you know we'll see who's fucking laughing then i mean shit i'd compete like if i had a chance to win like i mean who's a celebrity that i like christian slater like if (laughs) like if i could win fucking christian slater's you know one of his kidneys especially if he autographed it (laughs) i probably wouldn't even put it in me i'd just fucking mount it I'd taxidermy it and put it right on this fucking wall next to me. You'd be like, Here, dude, you, you ever seen fucking Broken Arrow? Like, that's his goddamn kidney. Like that, I mean, so I think it's a great idea. So I have a feeling that the uh, the viewership, <laughs> the, you know, the proud 20 of you <laughs> are uh, not on board with this, but that's all right. So uh, moving on from... Anne Hache and Nick Nolte's corroded liver. Um, so, I just watched the movie uh, Prey for the third time uh, this morning. And my God, it is... I mean, that bitch is probably one of the greatest movies I've seen in the past five years. Like, Jesus Christ. I... I did not have high hopes for this, I'll be honest. Because all the other Predator movies have been dog shit. Which, I will say, the first Predator is one of my favorite movies ever made. Like, without a doubt. Um, I mean, who the fuck wouldn't want to see a juiced-up Arnold, a juiced-up Apollo Creed, a juiced-up Jesse Ventura out in the middle of a goddamn jungle with, like, machine guns that don't even seem like they were ever fucking real. Like, Jesse Ventura's machine gun sounds like a goddamn helicopter. Um, having them out there fighting like a, you know, seven or eight-foot-tall alien. And, like, there's something about 80s movies where you can almost, like, you can feel the cocaine <laughs> when you're watching them. Like, you know that whoever was the rope predator, was it Shane Black? I, I think it was Shane Black, but whoever was the rope predator... You can tell by watching the movie that he had a typewriter and then a mound of blow next to it. Like, it's it's just a like an hour and 50 minute, hour 40 minute dick swinging contest between Arnold, the body, and Apollo Creed. Like, that's it. Like, it is, let's take turns doing badass shit and then immediately following it up with saying badass shit. Like, I want, like... I wanted to be Jesse Ventura so bad, like it's like from him in that movie, just to like I ain't got time to bleed, like all of that shit is, God, man. So, anyways, so with the original Predator being like a movie that I set at a pretty high standard, it's like yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool concept, like they're taking Predator and putting it in like the early 1700s with Native Americans. It could be pretty fucking interesting, or it could be could be rough um it is goddamn amazing every part of this movie is fucking incredible um mostly because of this woman amber mid thunder 
So I don't know if she's ever been in anything else. I kind of don't even give a fuck. Like, she is so fucking good in this movie. And it's like... I mean, it's almost distracting how hot she is throughout the entire movie. Like, there is something about, like, women who could easily beat the shit out of you that is such a fucking turn on. And something about women who have, like, really big eyes. Which, I mean, it might be like an Oedipus thing, because, well, anyways. Don't want to go down that road. (laughs) But Amber Mid-Thunder is so fucking hot. Like, from scene from the beginning to end of the movie. Jesus. Like the whole time I was watching the movie, I was just thinking like if I was a European white. <laughs> um I mean there is not a fucking chance in hell that I wouldn't be trying to bang every Native American woman I saw. Consensually, of course, but I mean, I would be, I'd be like, look at these, look at this fucking, like, look at her, hold on, look at this fucking woman. If that's, if they even looked 5% as hot as this, I'd never go back to, I'd be like, England, England, y'all can fuck off. Every woman up there is wearing a, a goddamn dress that you have to have, like, you have to be a fucking locksmith to get into, and they got a six foot tall wig covering up their syphilis scars. Like, hell no, I'm staying right here in Virginia. Like, I'm, this is goddamn paradise. You think I'm going to go back there and, like, have sex with Elizabeth, who fucking showers once a month and shits into a bucket and just dumps it out of her window? And then, and London's the most fucking civilized city. Fuck off. Like, I guarantee you their hygiene was a hell of a lot better than anything going on in Europe. I mean, look, well, one, look at all the fucking diseases that they brought over. I mean, these women, they, I mean, these Native Americans didn't have any of that shit to worry about. They were like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell is smallpox? Like, why do you have holes eaten out on the top of your head? Like, which, I mean, I will say it's pretty funny. Like, there are no white people in this movie except a few scenes with, like, these French dudes who are basically, like, 1700s versions of, like, people from the hills have eyes. <laughs> It's like, hey, I mean, I don't think they were probably, like, that fucking... I mean, it's funny how they, like... Which I get it. I mean, us whites have not always... We have, we do not have a great track record, you know, especially with, like, meeting new people. <laughs> so, I'm sure that, you know, we did some horrendous shit. But, like, I mean, I don't think we were, like, drooling and, like... <laughs> Like, every time we saw somebody who wasn't white. <laughs> but that's sure as hell how they make it seem. But, hey, I mean, it is what it is. The movie, cannot recommend this movie enough to people. Like, and I know, I mean, there's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't give two shits about this movie. I just care about the original one. Or they need to stop making sequels. Agreed. Stop making sequels. Um, more so, stop making fucking, I mean, I'll watch goddamn anything that doesn't have superheroes in it. Like, that's the shit that I am just fucking done with. Like, I could go the rest of my life without seeing another fucking superhero movie. So, I mean, make make 15 Predator movies. Set Predator in just different eras of history. I'll watch every goddamn one of them. Have uh, Predator meets, you know, The Godfather. I'll have that. Have them set, you know, in like fucking New York in the... 
40s have them go to you know have them go to like mongolia and fuck up genghis khan i'll watch any any predator movie like that so yeah i hey two shouts out to fucking amber mid thunder god damn um so moving on to more current events <laughs> this shit i mean this this just is just infuriating to me so um for one i thought monkeypox was like not a thing i didn't know that we were treating this like it was a thing not saying it's not real you know because i do believe it's real just like i believe the old last one was real <laughs> um but i definitely was not aware that it was like being taken this fucking seriously and serious enough to where the god it the world health organization i don't even know what 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 it is they do other than just say stupid shit because that's all it seems like they do but the world health organization has decided to rename monkeypox to avoid discrimination and stigmatization against fucking who fucking i mean against monkeys is what they mean like they're trying to have monkeypox renamed because it's offensive to actual goddamn monkeys i don't think there is a single primate on this planet who has been offended by this virus being called monkeypox um one they don't speak anything that humans speak so how in the god like how the fuck would they know and i mean i know that they're saying like oh we're, we're afraid that humans will retaliate against a <laughs> <laughs> retaliate against apes by just going out and slaughtering them. You know what? Fucking good. Because another one of my favorite movies, besides Predator, is Planet of the Apes. And I have, since a, I was a wee little tot, have had a fantasy that that is going to really happen. And that I would be here for, like, the onset of it. Not the full-blown shit. Like, I don't want to be a fucking slave. Um, but I would at least get to see the ripple that would in, that would eventually become Charlton Heston screaming at the Statue of Liberty. And if monkeys are giving us a virus and we are fighting against them, I mean, how in the hell is that not the beginning of Planet of the Apes? <laughs> like, all it's going to take is for one of them to just be slightly smarter than the others. And next thing you know, I mean... New York City is fucking gone. <laughs> so, I say, let us retaliate. I mean, what the fuck are they thinking people are going to do? Like, go to a zoo with a goddamn AR and just start mowing down the monkey exhibits? <laughs> like, nobody really. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, maybe a couple people might, you know, not let, them, not let one into their restaurant. <laughs> but, no, what's fucking why? I mean, the part that I... Because it's not just that. It's not just that they're like saying, oh, you shouldn't say this because it's speciesist. It is also because um, they're not wanting it to get referred to based on a location, like any geographic location either. So they're not going to call it monkeypox anymore, but they're also not going to refer to it based on the location that it uh, came from, which is the Congo region of Africa. But they don't want to call it that because they don't want people to become retaliatory to Congolese. And so now they're doing like a vote to rename it. 
um, you know, something that won't target like, you know, people from Africa or monkeys. Um, so I vote to rename it, um, the black plague. <laughs> oh no. But, um, I mean, I think that one was already taken, so I'll have to be a little more original, but I mean, if you think that you should be blaming the people of a place because a virus comes from that place, you're a goddamn idiot. Like it's, I mean, what if, so like if you walk down the street and some guy's like, Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. I'm from the Congo. You go Congo. Like, and then spit in his face. Hey, guess who's the asshole here? <laughs> Not the dude who just happens to be from the Congo. Like, I mean, it, cause it was the same thing that happened with, um, the last virus when people are like sucker punching old Chinese ladies, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this, I mean, you think this lady that you just saw at a, you know, fucking target started the fucking virus. Like, no, a, she may not even be from anywhere near the region where it started. And two, I highly doubt. I mean, the chances of her out of the, what, how many Chinese people are there? 4 billion. Isn't that, I think that's the population out of the 4 billion people in that country. You think that lady is one of the ones who is working in a fucking research lab? Probably not. Chances are she's probably been here her whole fucking life. And you're like over here, like, you know, like kicking people in the chest at a bus stop because they happen to be Asian. Also, chances are she's probably not even fucking Chinese because white people have a really hard time distinguishing. (laughs) I mean, it is amazing to me that, you know, that people are just. I mean, I, you know, at that point, I guess I do kind of get the World Health Organization being complete pussies. But, you know, at the same time, people should be held accountable for just being dumb. Like, if you're fucking, I mean, if you're targeting people who are Congolese, I mean, good luck getting a bunch of fucking rednecks to even get what that means. Like, what Congolese means. Like, my, like, prime example, every person in my family calls Asians Chinese. They just do. Do they mean it to be racist? I, probably not. Are they kind of racist? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know whether the two are connected or not, but everything that is slightly Asian is Chinese. It just is. So, it kind of makes sense how there would be people who are just fucking targeting like Asian people in general regardless of whether they're even from the country where the last virus came from. I mean, it's going to be, how would it not be the same shit, you know? And then you make it with like, you know, people like, if you make it with like people who are black, I mean, my God, like, you know, rednecks already have a, you know, a pretty extensive history with that. So Jesus, maybe they are right to rename it something else. (laughs) I mean, name it the fucking cracker flu. I mean, we have it coming to us. So, I mean, rename it like Honky Iphilus and just let us, you know, let us take our licks. <laughs> I mean, I'm st- I'll am be staying inside for the whole time, so I'll avoid all this shit. But, I mean, I don't know. Interesting shit. Speaking of, um, so my parents, uh, <laughs> so I just got a phone call like before I started doing this from uh, my parents who are currently in the big easy, the city of new Orleans. 
and god damn like i haven't laughed during a phone call like that hard in a long time so one i was like because they were telling me about like oh i think we're gonna go to new orleans blah blah blah. i was like (laughs) have fun (laughs) i was like dude i mean that place like fuck that (laughs) there is no chance in hell that i would ever go to new orleans by choice like hell no and so for them to be like oh we're gonna go there for fun like (laughs) i mean one i'm allergic to seafood so that already fucking knocks that one out but i mean there's no way like it's such a shithole and they're like no you know food's gonna be good like we're gonna go i was like all right well hey you know best of luck to you and so i get a phone call like i guess probably about an hour yeah a little over an hour ago saying well i guess you're right <laughs> i was like oh really why is that he's like man this place is fucking nasty <laughs> i was like is it <laughs> and and so like my dad i mean that's my dad's voice not my mom's <laughs> if you couldn't tell my mom's voice not completely dissimilar though so um so if you don't know my dad is as of now in a wheelchair because of a car wreck i mean it's not like you know als or anything so (laughs) you know be all right but um he is in a wheelchair until his like legs are all healed up he does have uh like you know some fdr legs going on right now like (laughs) little tiny little baby legs so it's kind of funny but um he's like yeah you know since i'm in this fucking chair I'm at like nose level with all the shit and trash cans. <laughs> yeah. He's like, man, it's just fucking nasty. It smells like shit here. It's like, dude, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Like that. I should have recorded that and then played that for anyone who ever says, Hey, you want to go to New Orleans? Go. And then just, all right, man, this place fucking sucks. Like, I mean, he's like, and I, you know, cause they're into like seafood and Cajun shit. And so they've been like all excited about going to these like restaurants and shit. And I was like, well, how was the food? I mean, didn't y'all go to like some good restaurants? But I was like, man, that food fucking sucked. <laughs> like what's wrong with it? He's like, man, they put a whole fucking crab on our plate. You eat the whole fucking thing. Like, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on around here. <laughs> like, I mean, dude is just out of his element. Like, I mean, I need to start having, like, those phone calls on here because, my God, like, just knowing that they were looking so forward to this. Like, they've been looking forward to this for, I mean, they've been talking about this for a while. Like, yeah, we're going to go on a trip to New Orleans. Like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. And, like, knowing that it was just sucked that bad. It's like, damn, man. Like, I feel sorry for him because he is in a fucking wheelchair and shit's already rough. But, like... I told you. <laughs> I mean, I hate to fucking rub it in, but, you know, that place isn't known for, like, its cleanliness. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just south, southern San Francisco. It's known for seafood and being, like, you know, on a coast. And it seems pretty in pictures. But when you go there, you're just like, oh, it's just a bunch of homeless people and human shit. <laughs> so I mean I guess we should all just wish them the best on their trip but 
Fucking hell. I mean, there is not a force on this earth that would make me think, man, I would love to go walk through a city that's just been coated in 200 years of drunk piss <laughs> just to eat some, like, fried fucking dirt fish. I mean, who in the fuck looks at a crawfish and is like, God, that looks good. <laughs> I mean, it... Ugh, fuck no. Ugh, Louisiana sucks. I mean, you know, being in Texas... I'm not saying Texas is fucking perfect, because it's not. There's a lot of bullshit here. There's a lot of people who, you know, don't have uh, views that I particularly care for. But Louisiana is just... Like, how is that part of us? <laughs> like, it does seem like you're in a different country when you go to, like, Louisiana. Especially, like, southern Louisiana. It's like when you go to Miami. Like, when you go to Miami, you're like... This is this isn't fucking the US. Like what the hell is going on? Like I've heard English once since I've been here and it was at the goddamn airport. You know, and nothing against it cuz fucking Miami's cool as shit. Like it's a great fucking place, but it does not feel like it felt like you left the country. But I mean that in a good way. When you go to like southern Louisiana, you feel like you left the country in a really bad way. Like you felt like you took a real real hard right <laughs> and then just ended up in a not great place but you know that's what it is you know this country's full of you know diverse uh regions and cultures so take the good with the bad and mix them together and what do you have facts of life <laughs> but yeah i um god i just I, in general, don't like traveling, which for comedy is, you know, going to be pretty fucking difficult to, you know, get by. But, I mean, I'll do whatever I have to do, but, like, it's just, I, I just don't like when people say, like, oh, a place is so much better than another place, or, like, fuck living in a small place. Like, I'm going to live in, like, a big city because there's more shit to do. It, no, there's not. There's not really more shit to do there are more restaurants to go to okay but i mean how many times is that gonna matter i mean at least for me i eat at the same fucking restaurants like the same three restaurants uh and i have no interest in like going to try the other ones here don't care i'm like yeah i know this place is good i'm just gonna fucking go to it i'm a creature of habit which is good and bad i think and for me like I would much rather just visit a place than, like, live there. Like, I, I mean, everybody that I knew, like, after, you know, we, la like, graduated and all this shit is like, oh, I'm moving to Austin, moving to Austin. Like, okay, I mean, you know, Austin's cool and all, and I probably will end up moving to Austin just because, you know, for all this, but it's not that great. I mean, it has its cool shit for sure, but fucking any place has cool shit. It's really just what is your goddamn mindset when you go to the place? Are you a miserable dick, you know, at whatever city you're living in? You're probably going to be one in Austin. You're probably going to be one in New York. You're probably going to be one in Nashville. You're just probably going to be miserable there too because you're already fucking miserable. So I would rather just work on my state of mind and then move somewhere. Because I'm going to enjoy wherever it is I go. If I enjoy living here, 
like, and this is kind of the same for anybody. If you enjoy where you're at now, then you're going to enjoy living anywhere because you are the source of your enjoyment, not the fucking restaurant that's, you know, a block or two away. So, you know, not to get on the old high horse on this one, but, you know, I guess that'll wrap this one up, to be honest. So, uh, thank you for listening. See you next week.